What's up, Jabroskis? In this episode of the Work Talk podcast, I talk to my cousin Mark, who works in sales. We talk about the different myths in sales and what it's like to be in sales. He talks about his experience. And then we talk about his personal background and different jobs and how he's got to where he's at. It's a good, fun chat. This is what we do on a Saturday night. It's like 11 p.m. We don't go out to the bars. We just do podcasts. Hashtag no life. Hashtag life. I don't know what it is, but here's the episode right now. Episode 14. My cousin Mark. Check it out. Yeah, man. Saturday night. Happy to be here. What, what, what better thing to do than to like do a podcast? Forget clubbing. Fuck, fuck the bars. We're over the head. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just hanging out with good people. I mean, regardless, it's, it's always going to be a good time when it's me and you. Yeah, man. Hey, so tell uh, tell myself and the listeners about your work. Um, so I work uh, in sales, inside sales, for a uh, software as a service company, SaaS company, uh, SaaS, Reputation.com. Yeah. Uh, what we do is we kind of help with online uh, public relations for enterprise businesses, uh, businesses like um, Enterprise, um, Kaiser Permanente, mm, okay. uh, Sutter Health. Um, for GM, those type of companies, uh, what we do is we aggregate all the free information or um, as we like to call um, online, you know, reputation sources like review management, things like that. Um, and we put it in one place so the client has a better place to just look at all the reviews, be able to talk to everyone and uh, see things as they come in in real time. What does a typical day look like for you? Um, a lot of prospecting. Um, there's a lot of uh, cold calling. There's a lot of, um, you know, uh, building accounts to see who the correct person is to, to talk to. Um, I talk anywhere from, you know, assistants to operators to uh, CMOs and CEOs of mm. different companies just to try and see what they're currently doing to keep their uh, online reputation intact. Yeah, I think it's, impo- it's an important service nowadays where everyone's image is online. Like, it's super important. And even if Absolutely. we're a company or not, even if we're a job seeker, it's important for us to have an image online too, like through LinkedIn. That's the stuff I preach all the time at my work when I'm working with college students. It's like have a LinkedIn account, make sure you don't have anything online, like you drinking or fucking taking like a, a chugging beer with your ass kind of like video up on YouTube kind of thing, yes. which is what the kid, yes. new kids are doing nowadays, I heard. Exactly. And people are <laughs> hyper aware now. Like yeah. people know that. Um, there's ways that you can find some dirt on people, you know, and if you don't have a dirty uh, reputation online, then, you know, it makes employers more apt to want to hire you than, you know, someone that does have those type of pictures online or, you know, that posts like shitbag posts that just Mm -hmm, bang mm -hmm. on all their, uh, you know, uh, CEOs and, you know, the company that they work for and everything. You got to keep that stuff all in check, you know. What do you like most about the job? Um, for me, it's, uh, the freedom, like, um, as there's quote, it's quota involved in, in sales. So, I mean, as long as you get, you hit quota, that's, that's what you really need to do. But other than that, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's pretty much work at your own pace. You're not micromanaged. It's kind of like you make money or you don't. And that's one of the things that, that I think is really cool about sales is the fact that, you know, you're willing to bet on your performance. Your paycheck is based on your performance. And, you know, the your quality of life is based on how hard you work. Um, 
you know, they, they do a lot of good things for salespeople. Like, um, you get flown out different trips, um, you know, for trainings. Mm, and that's, right. Like that. that's right. That's right. You went to, they, you went to Phoenix, right? Yeah, they, we go to Phoenix like at least twice a year. It's the hottest place I've ever been. <laughs> Just dry heat. Like if if you were to imagine what hell is like, it's Phoenix, Arizona in the summer. <laughs> there's some That's dude. Exactly on, there's some dude is. from Phoenix listening to this. Like, sh- shut the fuck Bye. up. <laughs> yeah. Your town Bye. sucks. See you. Your town sucks though. <laughs> but, no, it, it's actually a really cool place. Like, there's a lot of um, nice nightlife um it, it's nice other than the fact that it's hell yeah um like there's good restaurants you know there's cool places to drink uh it's a party town like uh, scottsdale and phoenix area and i used to work in sales too so i could see the benefits of it and there's a, there is a lot of benefits and i think it's tough as fuck but it, it's one of the best skills to have i think is sales knowing how to talk to people knowing how to handle rejection knowing how to kind of like keep persisting on yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's every day is definitely a character builder. You know, it's it's um, understanding and co- compartmentalizing that all of your interactions are not necessarily um, how they necessarily feel about you. It's maybe just the way you approach the situation. Like there's always a different way to approach. That's why you do all kinds of different ways of outreach. You don't only just call. You also do LinkedIn connects. You also do um, uh what else emails you do um you know campaigns um you do things like that to get your company's name out there and that's how they start to understand what you do and um maybe the messages that you've sent before don't resonate at the moment you know what i mean but it's like asking for coffee Mm. like you just keep on asking for coffee so sooner or later somebody's gonna be thirsty you know what i mean so (laughs) yeah as long as you just keep plowing that's that's one of the biggest things about sales it's it's like not taking, just handling rege- rejection and just brushing off your shoulder. Right. Out of 10 people, at least one or two of them is going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be for them. Absolutely. It's a number game. Um, but at the same time, with the SaaS industry, um, software as a service is one of those things where you got to make it happen because sometimes they don't understand what the importance is of what you're offering or why they need that in their company or why it's something that's important to you know upkeep because you know it's it's still a new age and people don't understand that you know this is the new uh word of mouth advertising this is the way people choose who they want to go to next like you're going to be way more apt to go to a restaurant that has five stars than one that has two and a half you know so um star ratings uh reviews and the content that you post on like social media and things like that that's huge for enterprise businesses right so you, so, you know, I work with a bunch of college students and they, some of them see sales. And one of the things that, that one of the things they like mm-hmm. about it is the fact that, oh, you can make a lot of money. Is that you think yeah. that's true? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's um, you treat it as your own business, you know, like um, you can uh, rest easy and just hit quota or you can um, hit quota. And then some. you could be top performer, you can be whatever you want to do in, in your field as a salesperson, that's up to you. It's your prerogative. And the thing is, is when I got into sales, um, I told the person that was interviewing me, um, why should I choose you? Why are you the person that's, that's the right fit for this sales job? Because at the time I was doing 
uh, operations at reputation.com. Mm, and I told mm, them pretty mm. much like, look, uh, I know that I'm a hard worker and I'm willing to bet my salary on my performance. So those one, those are one of the big things that, that people like to hear. They like to hear that you're willing to work, earn what you work for, you know? Um, that's the biggest thing in sales. If you want to make a lot of money, you have the access to make a lot of money, but you have to put in the work for it. Yeah. Another thing some, some of my students say is, oh, but I'm not good at talking. Well, it's a skill that you're going to learn, you know, yeah. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not as good as, at talking, do it a million times. You'll get, you'll get better at talking. Yeah. I think that's like, like a skill to just be good at, even if you're not in sales. Yeah. That the whole shyness. And, the, and sometimes if you're not super extroverted, I tell them, that's fine. You could be more of a listener. I, I think it's okay exactly. to be kind of a quiet person. But if you're shy, meaning you're scared to talk to people, that's something you could overcome. But if your style is more calm and chill, that's totally fine. You don't have to be super extroverted or super talkative. Yeah, absolutely. Like I know salespeople that don't talk like fast. And that's like every time you think of a salesperson, you think of a fast talker. Yeah, someone Wolf that's of Wall Street. just smooth with it. Yes. Exactly. But it, it's, it's, it's personality. It's different for everyone. Like uh, there's a salesperson that I know that talks really slow and deliberate. But you know exactly what he's talking about. It's it's all in cadence, you know. Dude, that was hella soothing, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like when you talk to people, you you kind of have to feel that vibe. You have mm. to speak to what resonates with them. You know, like you can't talk to people in the healthcare industry as you talk to people in the real estate industry. Right, you right. You can't talk right. to the people in the real estate industry and to the restaurant industry. Like you talk to them all different. You have to see what resonates with them what's more important to them because you know with healthcare um they'll maybe think about um surveys and their business listing accuracy uh things like that would resonate with them more whereas restaurants their review management would be probably the most important thing because you know they don't want to see one star this restaurant sucks i have shitty yeah um, yeah you know, at a shitty server I, the food tasted cold those are the type of things that you know need to stay on top of and on top of that you have to be as a business, you have to be able to respond to those negative reviews because, you know, um, I forget the percentage, but there's a percentage linked with um, when people from restaurants that are, you know, from the restaurant, um, if they respond to negative content, it makes people more at ease because it knows they know that um, the restaurants are listening to them. They're yeah. listening to the needs of the customer. Right. And they're working on ways. They're actively working on ways to improve. Yeah, that's um, how I feel like when I see on Yelp even though there's a bad review, if they're responding and trying to show that they listen, I'm like, okay, it gives me a little bit more of a reason to give that restaurant a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, it, it's, it's a really interesting thing every day. Um, yeah. You talk to different people. Um, it's a mixed bag. Some days you just get shitted on all day, <laughs> but I mean, but it, it's, it's nothing personal. You know what I mean? It's just, just business. Um, yeah, exactly. It's business. And maybe they, Maybe they were going through a rough day before you called. Maybe, hmm. you know, all kinds of crazy stuff was going on in their life and, you know, they just couldn't deal with it right now, you know? So, I mean, I, I don't ever take it, take it to heart, but you just got to keep on with your persistence and you just keep on calling and, you know, making your touches through via email or LinkedIn hmm. or things like that. Um, those are the best way to keep in contact. Yeah, just constantly improve and just do your thing. Don't take it too personally. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I have now. Here's the other question: Some students tell me, I don't like selling something I don't like. Have you? What well, do you think about people who talk about that with sales, where they, you know, you're trying to sell something you don't believe in? Well, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of your prerogative, though. If you mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. be in that career, anyways, you know, what I mean, like that's not something you should do. Like, you know me from forever. Yeah, so you yeah. know that. I always follow my true north, you know what I mean? Whatever I was into or whatever I wanted to learn, that's what you should go for. Like, you shouldn't do shit that, you know, it it, it dims your light. Like, if you're selling stuff that you don't agree with, if you don't agree with the product, if you don't think anything resonates with you, then go look for something else that yeah, maybe you will right, enjoy right. selling. You know what I mean? Because that seeps into everything. Like, if you're, if you're waking up dreading every day going to a job that you don't enjoy working for or you don't enjoy selling or you don't believe in the product then what are you doing with your life anyways you know like Mm -hmm. you're you're Mm -hmm. selling yourself off for somebody else's dream you know what i mean like it's it's all it all depends on what you what you enjoy in life like i'm i'm fortunate enough to have a job that you know it it's pretty much work that i can do whenever i want you know i mean Mm -hmm. it's pretty much work Mm -hmm. that works around my lifestyle and um, you know, it doesn't hinder what I want to do in life. And at the same time, I think this is really groundbreaking stuff. Like sooner or later, this is the way people figure out what restaurants mm. they go to all the time. Like you don't look at yellow pages anymore. You don't look at print review, like in newspapers or anything like that. It's all online and everything's digital now. And this is like the new frontier, like uh, a lot of this advertising and uh, word of yeah. mouth advertising. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a new thing. Like for you, you got that good mix of something that you, you see it's needed and it also provides that flexibility in your life to have the work-life balance, to have the income to support whatever living standards you want. And, and when I say for all those, those students who don't, like I don't want to do sales if I don't believe in it, I agree with you. Like, okay, find something that you believe in. But no matter what field you go into, I believe this, that any job you do, even if you're not in sales, you're selling something. Like... I work in education, but I'm selling something because sales is just, it's just a form of communication. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's the thing, like you're selling your yourself to different people when you meet them. Like it, it's, it's all how you approach things like yeah, sales yes. isn't how you approach things. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just, it's not just the transference of money. It's the way that you present the way that you show who you are as a person, the way that, you know, like when you meet new people, that's, that's still you selling yourself. Look, I'm not a shit back person. (laughs) You're still selling yourself. Whenever you meet someone new, like it sales isn't everything. It's, it's like you said, part of communication. Um, So I I think, yeah, it's, it's a huge skill for, for anyone to learn. And, you know, maybe you don't like it. Maybe you do. It's not for everyone, but I do think that um, like me and you, we've gone through the door to door sales mm-hmm, and we've mm-hmm. gone through a lot of the cold calling. And it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you're, you're either going to get used to and develop a tough skin, or you're going to find out that, you know, maybe it's not for you, but at least you tried. Yep. You know what I mean, at least you I understand agree. that what, what it takes. I so, agree. I, I, and so listeners, yeah. if you don't know some of my background, I used to do like sales and marketing and I think it was the best skill. It was the best, fucking shitstorm i could experience because it allowed me to it really taught me to, to 
kind of have a understand the importance of self-confidence in myself and giving zero fucks what other people think. And I highly suggest people to experience it. That's why I love seeing like when I'm on BART and I see like girls selling Girl Scout cookies and I see them getting rejections. And then one of them is just like, they keep going. They're re- she's really like showing her energy and I'll like, you know what? I'm going to buy from you. And I could see she's like, yeah. it builds her confidence. But I'm like, man, I w- if I have a kid, I'm definitely going to have them experience that because I think once they have that, their confidence skyrockets and then everything, all the other doors in their life opens up too. Yeah, absolutely. Like um, I was with Jen and the kids uh, last week or two ago. Uh, we were watching the new Avengers, and yes, um, yes. At the century, <laughs> Spoiler yeah. alert, guys! Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, Just kidding. Um, at, at the new century, uh, there was like uh, I guess a movie pass. That's like you know the new membership program they mm-hmm. have or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always get a kick out of seeing people try and sell you stuff because you know this is what I do. You know what I mean? I want to see how you communicate with me. So I ask questions. I'm like, so what? What's the difference between getting movie pass or one of those other ones okay online. yeah you challenge you fuck with you them know? a little bit yeah, yeah. you're testing yeah them. and i'm like yeah yeah i'm just testing them. let's I just spar let's spar let's verbal spar yeah, exactly and and at the same time it's like you see who's made for that and who's not like because a lot of time those two kids they're like 16 years old that just don't know what they're doing there they just their manager was told they just told their manager just told them to you know stand right here try and sell these you know mm-hmm. but they don't really tell them how so I mean, it's really interesting to see people try and, you know, push that conversation and the benefits, the pros and cons. Um, and, and, you know, also, you know, comparing between different products. It's pretty interesting to see, like, young kids that, that, are, that just have it. Yeah. Like, one of the kids yeah. there was like, he, he was selling me well. And I was like, oh, I'm impressed. Did you, know you, did you buy? About? Did you buy? No, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't going to buy in the first place. I, was, I just wanted to see how, how the sales technique was. But yeah. I think, I think a lot of times with sales, too, it's... It's, yeah, you're being good at communication, but sometimes it's finding the people who are trying to find you. That's why the numbers game is really important also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the numbers game, it's, it's, it's finding the diamond in the rough because there's a lot of rough. But, you know, as long as you keep on digging sooner or later, like I said, it's like asking for coffee. Right, someone's going right. to want coffee. Someone, someone's feeding in for coffee. So as long as you're out there reaching out, that's, you know, that's one way of getting to your numbers yeah and hey, do you guys like celebrate every time you make a sale then you like ring a bell and have a party no <laughs> not necessarily but there's there's huge like there's huge accounts when we have like six figure accounts that get in yeah we're gonna go to the bar and we're gonna get drunk you know? <laughs> that's that's usually that's celebrate usually what happens wins. yeah yeah if it's if there's if there's like six figure accounts that come in um you're definitely gonna go to like dinner or or lunch or something yeah and, we're all gonna celebrate um, good time. things like that. Drink responsibly. Yeah, yeah, or irresponsibly, <laughs> but kind of responsible. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's all fun. Yeah. All right. So, so talking about you, how did you end up in in this like career or job path? Um. So I mean, like like you said, when we were younger, we we've been doing this. Like we've mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've done the prospecting. We've done the whole cold call and things like that, and. For me, I, I've always felt like um, if I talk long enough, I can get my point across, you know. So if, if, you know, my thing was if I got into this job, I can make this work. Like if I got into a position where my I could use my mouthpiece to choose my paycheck, that's the hugest thing for me. Um, 
and being able to, you know, like have the life that I want, being able to afford the things that I want and also, you know, be able to um, work as hard or, um, or less, you know, mm -hmm. on different days, because, mm -hmm. you know, life, it, life, life gets in the way sometimes. And, you know, some days people are just going through the motions and just going to work. When I don't want to go to work, I'll stay at home and work from home and just do stuff over here, you know, like, that's nice. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it's, it's a good balance. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. You got to find the balance for yourself. You know, mm -hmm. what you can have. Mm -hmm. you know, you can work as hard as you want. And you know, when you're at your breaking point too. Um, the good thing is being able to be self-aware. Yeah. And being able to Dude, I was know. just about to say that. I was just about to say it yeah. all comes out to your self-awareness. Like you, you find out what you want. What is your ambition? How much does it cost? Is it just have a, to have a job and then go home and take care of your family? Is it you want to, I don't know, you want to like be a fashion designer and then it might need you to work 80 hours a week, but that's like what you really want to be happy like figure out whatever that cost is and then then pay the fuck up right like work that yes. hard but it's the self-awareness where do you want to be and then just go there yeah and it, it's different at different times of life you know oh uh, like, yeah that's true um, that's true i've at different times of life you're 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 you want different things like when i was 18 19 i was doing all kinds of different stuff that i don't do anymore you know when i was 23 24 like your lifestyle is drastically different from 18 19 and when you're at my I know, I know, 23, 24, we wouldn't be doing this on a Saturday night. Exactly. We'd be at Tulsa and Berkeley. 18, yeah, 18 years old, we'd be doing some dumb shit. And then 23, 24, we'd be at Tulsa and Berkeley getting shit-faced drunk, breakdancing on the sidewalk with bums. You know? so there, there's, stuff, there's stuff that you do at different points of life. Like, yeah. Um, there was a time when I wanted, when I was bartending. There was a time when I was bouncing. There was a time... And it's, it's following your true north. It's following what you want to do at that moment. If you're not self-aware and you don't, you know, even if you don't know what you want to do and you just got to do something, just go and do it. Like, yep. I didn't yep. know I would ever be into bartending. I didn't know I'd ever want to bounce. I didn't know I ever wanted to do massage therapy or fight or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But whenever anything enticed me, I was going to go out there and try it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to live the life where... Um, I did what I wanted to try. I wanted, I went after whatever goals that I had because everyone should have goals like that. And when you see things that are like, Ooh, that's, that's cool. I, I'd like to learn that. Go learn it. Yeah. Just go after, go after things, be a go-getter, be active in your self growth because if you ain't trying to grow yourself, nobody's going to grow you for you. Yeah. And yeah, you mentioned all those different jobs and I mean, yeah, you had all those different things and then whenever you weren't happy, then just make a change, just pivot, change from there. And sometimes the transition could be hard as fuck. Sometimes it could be hard yeah. being unemployed and going through that. But that's the whole part of life. You just got to fight for that next stage of what you want and not be yeah, afraid one, to make that change. One foot in front of the other. Nobody knows yeah. exactly where they're headed. It's just you have you know, a game plan or you know what you want to do. Go for it. One foot in front of the other. Doesn't matter if you go at a snail's pace as long as you're moving forward. You know, As long as you're making the growth to go towards what you're doing, you should be going for it. Yeah. You know, uh, otherwise, what, what are you doing in this life anyways? You know? Yeah. But you know, it's different for everyone. You got to figure out what you want for yourself. Like somebody may just want a family. Somebody may just want, you know, to find a sugar mama and that's the rest of their life. I know, you know I'm you? trying, man. It's <laughs> yeah. It's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. So, I mean, it's not to knock on anyone. It's just, 
if you know you're not happy with what you're doing, then do something about it. If you, if like you're in a job that yeah. feels like dead end, or if you're in a job that, you know, it's not fulfilling and you don't believe in the product, uh, find something that you do believe yeah. in. Hey, like, let's, it cuts, I was going to say, sorry, and sorry, I kind of cut you on your rant. Yeah, and no I worries. know you're preaching. I was getting goosebumps. But when you <laughs> mentioned the bartender, massage therapist thing, it's easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, because I know you and I know you. But then I'm thinking about like if the listener is like, wait, hold up, bartending, massage therapist, fighting. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kind of just yeah. pause to see if you could visit that, if you could tell them, like, just tell the listeners kind of like the different jobs you had and how you moved from point to point, giving us a Cliff Notes version of yeah. it all. So, I mean, I, I had no idea what I was doing coming out, coming out of school and everything. It's just, um, I've been working ever since I was 15. Yep. So, yeah, that's true. once... Once I figured, you know, once I figured that I wanted to do something, I went and tried it. Like if I saw, uh, I saw the movie Cocktail, I wanted to do some bartending. And I wanted that's to how you got, that's how you got inspired to go to the yeah. bartending. I mean, it was pretty badass. It was, uh, yeah. Throwing bottles around and shit. Um, that, that was pretty cool to me. And I think it's and just then, a lifestyle we had. Like we liked going out to bars yeah, and, and I, stuff. So. I was a raging alcoholic at the time. So <laughs> I mean, it, it all worked hand in hand. My hobbies collided. So. There was that, um, you know, I've, I've always career collided bartender. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like, uh, with fighting, I've, I've been like a knucklehead my entire life, you know? And, um, ever since I can remember, like since we were kids, like I've been getting into fights and stuff mm-hmm. and, um, kind of like how Rampage Jackson said, is like, you mean I could, you know, get into fights with people and not go to jail. That's kind of what, kind of drew me into it it's like yeah. i also like i wanted to learn you know different kinds of martial arts and i've, I've pretty much been a lifelong martial artist my whole life mm-hmm. so i mean it's just and that's the picture I, I had posted up on you on on instagram i think someone was like oh he's in sales but he's like fighting i'm like yeah it's kind of like two loves he's yeah. got yeah yeah <laughs> but and, fighting and is a big part of you like, like whether it's it's the thing you did for work like when you're coaching but also just even outside of work it's a big part of your life yeah, and I mean the proper balance in life is like health, wealth, and relationships. Find something that that can keep you healthy. Find something that keeps you wealthy, and find something that keeps your relationships close. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things that, that those are the three mm-hmm. things that I like to do. Um, for me, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, wrestling, you know, fighting in general. It's like what better way to get in shape is than to punch people in the face and have them punch you in the face. It, it makes you feel the most alive than any anything else. Like running's good, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't get you in that oh shit mode. Yeah, I'm gonna die, you know. Like That's you don't, true. you don't face that, and it's like quick decision making, like problem solving on spot. Yeah, that's what I always think of. Fun, yeah, even right? when you you're you know, training like, us for fun and we were sparring. Yeah, there's something about getting hit in the face and hitting, hitting the other person in the face too. That's like whoa, it's it's kind of primal, but it really shocks your nervous system. There, there's something about it. It's it's fun too. It's it's really fun because yeah. in the end, we both respect each other. We're both not trying to like kill each other but we're actually we're trying to just learn this art and we're using each other to get better yeah absolutely that's the the coolest thing about it is that you also you wouldn't expect that you get camaraderie from punching people into the face but uh you get closer with people just just by going through those wars and you know going through those tough times where you're trying to knock my head off i'm trying to knock your head off but we're still alive afterwards like that's it's it's an experience that that you know you you come with yeah. and um you know like people don't ever you know feel that so yeah so talking I mean, about career, cool. talking about careers let me bring it back there 
So you did the bartending and then you were doing like coaching. Yeah. And then uh, I was co- I was coaching out at uh, Knuckle Up Training Center in Vallejo. Vallejo? Um, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that was a fun time. I mean, my whole thing was the relationships that I got from there. All of the people that came and trained with me, all the people that, you know, I see now that are doing big things and um, have taken the art and, you know, made it their own and also are teaching themselves now. Like, that's the coolest thing to me. It's like, like you want to be immortal. You want to be immortal. This is a way for you to be immortal. The stuff mm-hmm. that you pass down on and on and on. There's generations to this. That's the coolest thing that I have. One of my best friend's kids that learned under me, like some of my good friends learned under me and the type of people that I've met along the way. It's like yeah. probably the coolest stuff. Yeah, I can, t- I can really sense. And I know you did that and you did massage therapy and then you got into sales. But I know fighting is like a big passion of yours, as we could tell in the background with all your all the Muay Thai yeah. shorts. Do you feel like the fighting will ever be <laughs> will ever be like mainly just a hobby or do you think it'll ever mix in and become a vocational thing where it's a, a career or a side thing? Uh, I mean, it's always going to be part of my life one way or the other. Um, if I could find a way to monetize having a gym, like that's the hardest part. It's, it's just owning and maintaining that and having the business savvy to keep it going. Yeah. It's And the self-awareness to see if you really want to take it there or do you want to just yeah. keep it as a hobby? Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I do it for the love anyways. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. If, if you ask anyone, anyone that's ever known me, like, if you wanted to learn some Muay Thai, if you want to learn some Jiu-Jitsu or anything, like, I'm always down to train with you and to show you to show you what I know. Um, and I've never asked for money from it, really. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's, 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 a, always, it's a pure love. Work out, you want to work out, yeah. Yeah, it's a pure passion project just, just for the love of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, I mean... That's that's one of the things that keep me really happy, like, um, you know, uh, training and seeing that growth in people and um, seeing the personality change too. Like, you, I know people that are like super shy when they first step step into the gym and then, you know, learn how to punch people in the face a little bit. You get a little <laughs> more confident, you know, like, yeah, you yeah. know that other people can't fight like you can, you know. So, um, I I think that's really cool and and you know giving someone a gift of learning something it's like that's something that it's priceless you know what i mean they'll always have that skill with them yeah i wonder so, if this kind of marries it too the whole fighting aspect and sales aspect how it's kind of similar is the grind of yeah. keep going yeah and and exactly uh, that's one of the things that i think um they share at each other it's like sometimes you're the hammer sometimes you're the nail you never know you know, if you're going to have a great day or a bad day, but either way, you're going to keep doing it, you know? Mm, damn, like, I like that one. Hammering the nail. Yeah. So I'm it, stealing it. That, that's, that's <laughs> one of the things that's that, that you can connect with those two. Um, yeah. Some days you're just killing it and some days you're not, but either way, as long as you keep keeping that foot one in front of the other and keep moving forward, get 1% better every day. Sooner or later, you're going to be looking at the person back then yeah they're, they're nowhere near where you're they're at beast. now that's nice all right man yeah. and on that note super motivational by the way i got a lot of good <laughs> sound bites I'll, I'll chunk up into little instagram posts but on that <laughs> note man i appreciate your time and just talking about what you do talking about just life in general where work plays into that and just chopping it up on a saturday night this is what people in their 30s do yeah old people <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, listeners, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully, you got some insight about what it is like to be in sales. Maybe uh, I brought up some things around, you know, some myths people have based off my experience as a college career counselor and talking to students about sales. But uh, if you ever want to reach out to, to Mark, you can feel free to check out his Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and link it in the show notes. And that's it, guys. You guys have a good one. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys.